I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it, hate it when you stare. I hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate it. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse when you make me cry. I hate it when you're not around and the fact that you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Baby, baby! You know what I want to do? What is that? 10 things I hate about Drew. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for this. You're short. Your belly button sticks out. <laughs> you're a terrible burden on your poor mother and wife. <laughs> your uh, obsession with Chris Pratt. Your arrow fixation. Uh, let's see. Your stupid face. You're ugly. <laughs> That's just a good show, man. That's is that, just a is good that show. Ted yet? I don't know. Your hair sucks. I think. <laughs> Starting line shirt. That band's terrible. <laughs> Listen. I, should I do 10 things I love about you, about Bad Way? I would I love that. I, <laughs> the list is too long. I don't think I can do 10 of off, them. Off the air. I don't think I could do 10 off of them. Off the air with the lights down. I, I'm going to need 100. <laughs> I'll need 100. We do have a dimmer in this room, so. Dim um, the lights. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back to the Last Road Podcast. My name is Drew. You already heard from Bad Way and hey. the things that he hates about me. There's um, more. <laughs> We want to welcome everyone that's a new listener. Um, for those that don't know, this is the podcast where we watch movies that might not have been loved by the critics, find their silver linings, and fi- fill in the blanks that the movie writers might have left out. Your stupid headphones. <laughs> Hit us up at thelastrowpodcast.com. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at thelastrowpod. Facebook.com slash thelastrowpod. We are also on Google+. Leave us some comments on the SoundCloud player at any point in the episode. And lastly, if you haven't done so already, we just got a couple new reviews. Head on out to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We really appreciate it. Every little bit counts. And we just had a failed experiment on Periscope. Yes. Well, you know, we tried it. We know. had a, we had a yeah. few a few viewers, but uh, we tried to do episode prep with that. Yeah. Um, so well, let's get right into it. Yeah, so we're back. We are a movie podcast, uh, despite uh, our lack of movie content lately. But we're back in the swing of things. Ten things I hate about you. 1999. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, 61%, IMDb, 7.2%, a successful movie. Our first, a, yeah. our first relatively successful movie. But we just wanted to do an excuse to talk about a high school movie and break down these hot relationships. Yeah. So, 10 Things I Hate About You is a story of Kat Stratford, who is Julia Stiles, is beautiful, smart, and quite abrasive to most of her fellow teens. I don't know about beautiful. Most? I would say beautiful, all. Beautiful. Eh. Uh, meaning that she doesn't attract many boys. Boy, Unfortunately, boys. her younger sister, Bianca... Sexy name. Alex Mack. Alex Mack. House rules say that she can't date until Kat has a boyfriend. So she, so strings are pulled to set the do- the dour damsel up for... Who wrote this? I uh, just pulled it from Google. <laughs> <laughs> Soon Kat crosses paths with handsome new arrival Patrick Verona. Patrick Verona. Played by the Joker. <laughs> R.I.P. Will Kat let her guard down enough to fall for the effortlessly charming Patrick? Is he effortlessly charming, though? He went through a hell of a lot of hoops to try to charm he's her. He's pretty dreamy. I mean, he's got yeah, the he hair does. thing going. Yeah, he does. And the face thing going. He's got the accent, you know, which yeah. is yeah. real, Yeah, as so, he tells her. And he looks like he's 37 years old, <laughs> but he's actually 19 in this movie. I was, so I was surprised surprising. when you told me yeah. that he was actually 19 at the time of filming in the yeah. in this movie. Um, one thing that we found out before we, we did look into this as we were doing some research, as we always do... 
Um, we found out that this was supposedly adapted from a, a Bill, Billiam Shakespeare play. Old Billiam Shakespeare. Billiam Shakespeare called The Taming of the Shrew, which I just found out what the shrew means in terms of like, like yeah. in, in adapted to a female. Like right. I, it's kind of, kind of misogynist. It's a mouse, right? Kind of misogynist. I don't want to be Polygon here, but <laughs> you know, or Vice.com, <laughs> but you know, it says that the main plot depicts the courtship of Petruchio. Verona. Not Patrick. Petruchio Verona and Katharina, the headstrong... I don't know how to say this word. I should know because I'm pretty sure it's one of my Xbox Live friends' names. Abdurit. Abdurit Shrew. <laughs> Initially, Katharina is an unwilling participant in the relationship, but Petruchio Verona tempts her with his various psychological torments, also known as, a quote, taming. A quote, date rape? Hold on. Until she becomes a compliant and obedient oh. bride. This is straight from the Wikipedia page. Yeah. The subplot features a competition between the suitors of Katharina's more desirable sister, Bianca. Bianca. The play's apparent misogynistic elements have become subject of considerable controversy, particularly among modern scholars, audiences, and readers. All right. A, that's not this movie. And B, what was Bill Shakespeare doing? That's, it, it's pretty, pretty controversial. You can't get away with it in this day and age, What Bill? was that, 15, 20 yeah. or something? You're going to get an article written about your... About your uh, male sexual, I don't know. Polygon.com is going to be all over you. And they're going to tell you why they don't stand for what you do. Ben Couture is coming for your (laughs) ass. All right. So vice.com. Careful, Bill. All the blogs, man. They're they're coming for you, Billiam. You better watch out. So what is this movie? Really? Not that. It's not a date rape movie. What is this movie? The premise of the movie is that basically Bianca is the sophomore in high school. The younger sister. She's not allowed to date any of those hot boys until her older All the sister, hot guys. the older sister cat, who is Julia Stiles, gets a boyfriend of her own. So it's, you can't do anything until your older sister does it. Yeah, right. Good <laughs> luck. Good so, luck is uh, what I say to her. First, I want to ask you this question straight off the bat. Let's 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 tangent it immediately. What what if that applied to you in your life with your brother? You have a younger brother pretend the roles were reversed say, yeah. say you had you had an older brother what if, what if there were other things in life that you couldn't do until he did like say like you had aspirations to like you know go to college say yeah. you wanted to go to harvard you wanted to study law but say your brother didn't want to go to college he, you know for whatever reason like say he was like he liked to work on cars or whatever. yeah and and your and your dad was like nope you can't go to school until your brother goes to school or uh <laughs> I don't know. Say uh, you, you you're great at basketball. You want to try out for the team. No, you can't try out for the team until your brother tries out for the team. <laughs> it's like that at, at what point do you a rebel against your father and do it anyway, or b run out of the house, or c have a, a relationship to where your father was estranged within five years of you? Do <laughs> you never see him it's again? Pretty high because. Right. But so here's here's the deal. Like if I try out for the basketball team, my younger brother's not going to get pregnant. Yeah. If I okay. go skydiving, my younger brother's not going to get pregnant. Um, what else? I mean, if I go to college, maybe my yeah. younger brother will get pregnant. He probably will. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe he will get someone pregnant. So, so you're pregnant. saying the consequences are... The consequences are different. Or what if, what if let, let, let's let's take the date thing further. Let's say you're not allowed to get married until your, your older brother gets married. So that is a more... I think that's a good right? comparison because I have friends that they, like, culturally, yeah. that's, like, actually a right. thing. And you're that both, sucks. You're both married, but you're not allowed to have your first kid until he, your older brother has his that, first kid. Culturally, right? that is a true thing for, yeah. for some, some people that's that I insane. know. And it's it sucks. So what culture is this guy from? 
I don't know, man. He's from the uh, gynecology school or whatever he is. He's a midwife or something. Like, Back what? in gyno school. He, he's, he's just, That's how they do things. He's just talking about gynecology. <laughs> anyway. He's just talking about all that. So having said that, is that a smart move? Would it backfire? Yes, it's a His terrible plan? move because yeah. as we find out, Kat already was sleeping around. Yeah, she was sleeping Not, around as a freshman spoiler i know this is you know like 15 years later but the truth is she slept with joey joey and she Choey. decided that Choey was not yeah. for her chody was not for her and you know he he maybe he had a chode i don't know if that's yeah. so so yeah she so she was popular she she dated joey he basically talked her into sleeping with him, and that yeah. was, and then he like screwed her over. Yes, physically and metaphorically. And and her mother also left. Yeah, and her mother left, so that turned her into, oh, you know what? I'm going to do the opposite of what people expect of me. I was popular. Now I'm going to alienate myself from all these people and all these things, and I'm going to go the complete opposite direction because I am a messed up individual. Um, but do you think that if if the dad if the dad had boys, yeah, would he do the same thing? Would he? Like, would he break the same rules for the boy? Right. Or was this just a, I don't really, I'm a dad, I'm not really home often, I don't really know how to, like, I can't relate to my daughters. He's, he's scared of, of of the female, his female daughters, his female daughters. He can't, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he can't. As opposed he, to his male daughters. He, he can't, yeah. he can't, sorry, yeah. this is a train wreck today. No, no, it's, he it's, can't, he can't relate away. to them, I guess, yeah. is part of it, right. like, and he doesn't know how. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be. He's, a he's little, not a bad he's dad. A little afraid. He's a little in over his head, but he's a good guy. And but yeah, if it were sons, I feel like the the rules would be switched, and it's not really fair. But in all actuality, I could I could I could get Ben Kachera off me for this. It's different when you have the daughter who's pregnant versus the son who gets a girl pregnant. But is it? It's not at all because you're equally in deep shit, and your your lives are equally changed forever. But there's something a little different because the guy could always be... Well, he can be a deadbeat. He could be a deadbeat. Yeah. You can't be a deadbeat mother. You have the baby. Well, you could, but... Yeah. Well, it, you're So physically, you have the you are the one having the baby? Right. Well, well I'm saying either the if, the... if the if the girl is a deadbeat mother, it basically turns into the family raises the baby. That's true. And that's like a burden on the entire family. Yeah, and, and I mean, the court, typically court would award yeah. the baby to the mother just right. because of what it is. But Whereas I, if the guy is, is going to be a scumbag about it, then it's like that could happen. And that I does mean, happen daily. And yeah. that's why a lot of a lot of children don't grow up with fathers. What do you think about the dad? I mean, we find out that he's a single father. Yeah. It's the mother always, left. It's always a single father in these movies. Yeah. With two daughters. With daughters. Or multiple yeah. daughters. Right. You know, and maybe like a young boy. Yeah. Like the... the yeah. uh, but it's always like a teen daughter with a single father. It's yeah. always a single father with these movies. How would you rate this guy? Like, do you do you think this guy was a good father? I mean, we kind of talked about it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he's a good father. He He's, like you said, he's having trouble relating. We find out at the end of the movie, like, he kind of does know what's going on. He yeah. understands that he doesn't have a lot of power over them, which... Which no parents really do have a power over their teens. At a certain point, at a certain point, they you know you can only take them so far, and then they make their own choices. I I I like I like the dad in the movie for the most part, but he was a little self aware. Like he was kind of like you know where he was making smart ass remarks and talking to himself. I kind of like he he was too laid on thick. He was too animated for me. Like I much prefer the scholar, Uh the the doctor. Of pools, <laughs> doctor of pools, the doctor, the doctor it's, of pooling, yeah, of see, pool cleaning, 
pool yes. establishments, I much prefer Kevin Pollock yes. from She's All That uh-huh. to the doctor because he actually, like, he was funny. He was, like, natural. Like, this right. guy seemed like a cartoon character. Yeah. They were both in over their heads, but at least Dr. Pool was, was more relatable. And obviously, this is, this is a very, like, easy comparison because She's All That and Ten Things I About You both came... In the same year, I think. Maybe yeah, within a and, year of each other. Maybe and, two years. And they're both doctors. They're, so they're both doctors. They're both they doctors. Are, they are both doctors. One of pool, one of, of gynecology. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we got the outcast lady Boggs versus cat. You know, it's the same type of thing. Yeah. But I, if, if we're go, if we're going with teen movies with with single fathers with daughters, I'm going with Dan Hedaya, not Joe Montana, not Joe Montana, <laughs> which you know easily confused the two from Clueless. That not dad be, was no nonsense. He understood his daughter was a handful, but. He taught her the art of negotiation. He knew that she's smart, and he yeah. knew that she was not going to get in trouble. And you had the stepbrother, Paul Rudd. Yeah. He was kind of a creep. Hot Paul guy. Rudd, even though they didn't paint him as such. Not so, to be confused with Chaz Palminteri. Yeah, yeah. not to be confused with all those guys. <laughs> the three actors that yeah, look exactly yeah. the same. So but you're, you're voting for him? I'm voting for him as single father of a teenage daughter of the year, of the decade of the 90s. Of the ni- Can we give out an award for that? Yes. We've got to start yeah. putting awards on the yeah. website. I also, this doesn't really apply, but I was trying to rack my brain. What other single fathers were out there? Yeah. And, you know, what What came to me was, um, you know, martial arts specialist, Liam Neeson, oh, in Liam Love Neeson. Actually. He yes. had, like, the young boy. It's not the same thing. No, it's, it's, it's different, but does he have wisdom? He is. He's very yeah. wise. Okay. And he was able to, like, help the, the son find love. I feel like we should do that movie at Christmas. So, it's a good like, way to analyze So, if they did a sequel, if it was, like, Love Definitely. Yeah. Or, or Love, Love, Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> definitely maybe. Yeah, love maybe. Yeah. Then maybe, maybe they could explore that relationship further. Yes. But uh, one more thing about the dad before we move on. I got to ask the question. I mean, it's, since they're always a single father, we always have to ask the question. Why? Yeah. Why single father? We know that she's not dead. She left. Why did she leave? Like, is it was it the daughter? Was she just a huge raging bitch? Was that it? But I think part of why she... She became unpleasant yeah. or a shrew, as the, shrew. the, the Saurus would tell us, yeah. is that her mom left. So, like, uh-huh. I think that was one of the reasons. The chicken so, or the egg thing, though. Yeah. I I don't think that the mom... I think the mom probably, like... Maybe the dad was creeping on his know. patients or something. I don't know. Here's my theory. The girl is so messed up. Cat. Yeah. She's so antisocial. Maybe this whole sex thing with the hot guy in freshman year was a cover-up. What if that she was such a handful... The mother was leaving, and she told the daughter, I'm leaving, and guess what? It is your fault. <laughs> like, you know how you, you, you try to paint a picture, hey, you know, mommy, mommy and daddy are breaking yeah. up, but we love you both. Yeah. What if she's like, I'm leaving, and it's your it's, fault? It's not your fault. Yes. But, no, but it is your it fault. It is your fault. It's your fault. That's You're why I'm out. too much, and I'm leaving. I have to go. I mean, that would explain why and she's then, so messed and up. And now she's so messed up, and now she's so antisocial. She, don't, she doesn't trust anyone, and she hates everyone. I, it would make sense. You know? I mean, yeah, maybe there's bit, more to the story than, than we know. I, I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting premise because but she didn't die. Th- there was another clue in the movie where the younger daughter had all the pearls of yes. the mom. And Kat flipped out. The older daughter, she was like, you're wearing mom's pearls? Who says you can do that? It's, it's, she was almost protective of yeah. it. So maybe it wasn't that way. But she said, dad gave him to me. I'm pretty sure, you know, this di- dad, Larry, who was, um, or his name's Walter, played, Walter. By, La- played by Larry Miller. Who's Larry like, he, Walter. He's whatever. that guy. It's the same thing. He's that guy in, in a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, you know, he's kind of balding, a little pudgy. He's, <laughs> he's delivering a- babies. One could misconstrue that kind of, um, that kind of job as like, feminine, if you will, maybe back in I the guess. day. Yeah. Maybe not. Sorry, Ben. 
Uh, we're getting we're gonna get a letter. Yeah, we're getting a letter. Um, so maybe it's like she found a hot guy of her own. Yeah, you know, she maybe she found her own. Yeah, maybe uh, she ran off. You she know? maybe found her own Joker, her own yeah, Heath Ledger. The, jo- the yeah. jo- <laughs> But the other thing, one last thing about the dad before we move on. Why is it that every dad in these movies is so damn quirky? Like he's into like weird exercise equipment. Yeah, like he has the most nineties of exercise equipment. Like he has the the stationary bike, but yes. it looks like it yeah. came from the infomercial yeah. at eleven p.m. He has what I believe is an ab doer. Yeah, he yeah. has the ab doer. Shit's not working. Yep, he's got the rubber. He's got the rubber bands. Yeah, the the resistance bands. I yep. mean, you know, I I know that he's busy at work. He doesn't have much time to work out. But you know, come on, mate. Step not up your game. Not working out that much. Step up he's got, your game. He's got the pudge. So, the next topic that we could talk about is Cat Straffer. We kind of touched on her a little bit. You know, she's very difficult. She challenges everybody. Um, we talked a little bit about how she compares to Lainey Boggs. Is there anyone that this girl is actually nice to? She seems to have one yeah, friend. She has one friend, the Shakespeare girl. And the girl, the Shakespeare girl, actually is kind of annoyed with her, too. Yes. The few times they show them hanging out together, ladies or lady. Cat yeah, is bonds. very bossy. And she's like, she's very demanding of her friend and say, let's go here. And she's like, OK, she doesn't want to. But she goes anyway. She kind of like bullies her into yeah. not going to prom, which they both end up going anyway. Right. But she kind of like browbeats like, you're going to prom. Like, eh, why would you do that? It's like. The one thing that I would the one thing I would tell you about her is it's like it's blatantly obvious to me that she's trying so damn hard to be a nonconformist. Yeah, like I I don't I don't know how else to describe it in that. Well, you could see the things. It makes sense within the plot of the movie because she went the opposite direction. She was popular, and she's going out of her way to become unpopular and be mean to everyone, so nobody likes her or nobody expects her behaviors. But it was blatantly obvious. Yeah. Like she plays soccer. Right. Do you think that somebody who's trying to be a nonconformist would play soccer? No, it's an organized sport. Right, it's an organized sport, and uh, rah rah rah, varsity, blah blah blah. They would they would poo poo that. But on the other hand, she's trying really hard to get into this all girls school. Yeah, maybe she needs something put on her little college resume. That's true. Maybe that's you know I gotta get an extracurricular activity in here somewhere. She kind of went ninety yeah. percent in to becoming yeah. an all nonconformist because yeah. maybe she played soccer throughout and she yeah. refused to quit because she loved it so much. Right. So, so we we're talking about the comparison to Lady Boggs, and that's that's just the opposite. Whereas Cat in this movie tries really hard to stand out and be different. Right. Lady Boggs is being herself. Right. And she's just different, and because she's herself. All the jerks in the high school make fun of her and think she's ugly because she's wearing a ponytail glasses. Yeah, and all that stuff. So, well, people in this movie are just like scared. They're like, oh, I don't want to talk to her. Yeah, she'll well, like, she's scared everyone. She's off. raging, yeah, right? But she's not a part of any crew, as we'll get into later. She's just stay away from her. There's a couple other things that that I think we should talk about, and the one is that you know, as you go through the movie, you find out that Heath Ledger was was paid to date her. Yes. How much money in in pre-transformation you know when she was mean yes. and not nice to people uh-huh. how much money would it take for you to try to go out with her you see this is an interesting because let's get into the mind of a bad way <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your type what's your type bad way you see, tell everybody i don't like people either for the most part so are you like heath ledger yeah but i'm not a, i'm not a jerk i'm i'm nice i'm very nice to people but I'm very hard to warm up to people, so I kind of I, I I get her. You get it. I get her. Is she your dream woman? Maybe she is. Do you love her? I don't think I love her. <laughs> Do you like her? She, I would have to I would have to thaw her frozen heart first. <laughs> you need to show her. Yeah. 
show her the love I that Bad Way can provide. I think, and I think this is what Heath Ledger's character appreciated eventually is that the challenge was fun. Yes. It was the challenge. And I feel it wouldn't take much money. I, w- I would take, first of all, when you take the money, it's always going to come back to you. Oh, in every movie. He should have told her right away. Well, yeah. We'll get into that. We'll in get minute. into that later. But if I were taking money, if I was that kind of guy to take money, I would just take the equal amount that to it would cost even? me. Yeah, to break even, to go on the dates and to buy the dinners <laughs> and pay off the, the PA guy so I could sing the song. <laughs> so you could sing? Yeah. That's, I would just try to break <laughs> even. I wouldn't try to profit off of, off of our male off model Off of trying friend. to date her? Yeah. Yeah, and... I think it would be a fun challenge. And, and also, you know that there's something going on in her brain that she's got a lot. She's got a, she probably has a lot of worldviews that you want to find out. Why are you so mean? Why will you yeah. be nice to me? Is there any way you'll be yes. nice to me? You know, and that's kind of like the way that Heath Ledger goes about it. I'd like to be in his shoes. Now, I don't think I'm as beautiful as Heath Ledger. <laughs> Dude, you're totally and beautiful. Not to play looks here, but. Heath Ledger is a little bit out of her league, looks wise. I, I agree with that. Right? I totally agree this, with that. This is what I noticed when watching. He's so this, damn dreamy. Yeah, this is what I noticed when watching this movie is that she is like a generic female in this movie. Not, I'm not talking about personality. I'm, not, I'm just talking about she doesn't look like anything. Her body has no like distinguishable features. She's just a regular person. Her face has no distinguishable features. She just looks like female woman. Dude. You know. I'm calling a polygon. Yeah. You better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and no sexism. I know. You know what I mean? It's like, no. she just, she's like, she, she looks she's like, she's regular. She's she regular look, person. She doesn't look beautiful. She doesn't look ugly. She doesn't look one way. She doesn't look, she just look like female woman. Like if you create a character in a video game, it's, it, it's that's like, who it is. And, you, and you choose the male body or female body. That's what it like, is. Or male, male figure, female figure. Like you get her like that. Yeah. Would, if you, the blank slate, you get she's a blank slate. Blank slate. Yeah. No, I I see it. Yeah. But but let me say this though. The one thing about her and and you can see it. You can tell she's trying to be a nonconformist because she does. She is pretty cool. And you yeah. can tell like you can see little yeah. hints of it. Like right. she was messing with him a little bit. Like she went to the show. She was having a good time at the yeah. show. She's like a, she's, she's not a punk a, rock. Yeah, right? she's not a miserable she's person. She's not like a drunken mess. You know, yeah. She doesn't like to drink a lot. You know, uh, only only a few times. Well, when she's you know, right. Whatever. No, but but I think that's the thing. Like you can tell that she's trying so damn hard to be like not like cool or whatever. Yeah. That it's like you can tell that she's bleeding through. Like she is cool. She likes she likes good music. She likes to hang out at parties. She likes to do all the stuff yeah. that he eventually does fall right. in love with. She's good at poetry, as we find out later. And you know, she's she's got a lot going for. Her. She has, she has a lot of interesting. Interesting tidbits that you need to unravel, so to speak. And she, you know, she tried to get Patrick Verona out of <laughs> detention by yeah. showing the teacher a little bit of a surprise. Right. She flashed the teacher. See, now I don't, I don't want to play that that would never happen in a real life game, but if that, <laughs> if that were to happen in a real life. Oh, you'd be in trouble. Is that like expulsion? Or is that, will the God. teacher then hit on her eventually? And is, is it his fault? See, this is a whole great oh, that's area. that's definitely here. his fault. I mean, you can't is it, go I mean, down But that it's road. like, but hey, if she's, she, that was whole she, scene, that whole scene where, where uh, Verona was in detention and yeah. she tries to like, basically, she was touching him a lot. She yes. was kind of like twisting him. And then she flashed him. Yeah. What are you supposed to believe? I, the question that the teacher would ask is like, is this really happening? Is this real life? Yeah. Like, and and it's he not, handled it like a pro he did he actually yeah. did handle it like a pro it was a soccer coach so yeah. he knows he knew what was up yeah but you know not to quote you know terry silver but he knows but i'm pretty sure that's grounds for expulsion 
Oh, she would definitely go to jail. Flash her boobs to a teacher. So, so let's talk about Ricky or Patrick. (laughs) We just we keep calling him something. Nikki, Ricky, Verona, Patrick, Verona. He's Verona. Patrick Verona, aka Heath Ledger, aka the Joker, aka one of the Grimm brothers, aka Brokeback, aka Brokeback Mountain, aka Rest in Peace, dreamy, awesome actor. Um, and you can see the flashes of it in this movie. I thought he was great. Loved him. Yeah. Um, but he's he's this scary outcast. He's kind of like the. You know, we talk about clicks in a little bit, yeah. but he's kind of like the uh, the shop kid. Not that that's like a click or anything, but he's, you know, he's standoffish. He smokes cigarettes. He hangs out like with right. his like, you yeah. know, you don't talk to him for fear of him. He, like he'll flash. pound your face yeah. as they he would might, say. He may not even have pounded any faces. He just looks like he will at any moment. He's only got one class. It's woodshop. Yeah, he's always in woodshop class. I think yeah. there was one scene where he was playing with fire and chemistry. Yeah, he but, he also was yeah. in the uh, the poetry class for it's, like a day. Yeah. It seems like every time they were talking to the dude that he was in chop class. But the first question that I thought of as we were watching the movie together the other day is like, why? Like, and this comes back to when you know Andrew Keegan was trying to you know trying to like bait him into taking this money, take this girl out on a date, like. Was he really doing it because he wanted to try to date her? He wasn't trying to screw over. He was just trying to take his money. Like, it wasn't yeah. about the girl. It wasn't trying about, about yeah, making care. the girl feel bad or yeah. anything. He didn't care. It was like, all right, I'll make a quick buck. He's like, oh, I'm making free money. I don't, yeah. No one likes this girl anyway, whatever. She's not yeah. going to date me, but at least I'll take the money and try. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I guess, like, why wouldn't he just take the money and tell her, yeah. you know, this guy's trying to pay me to go on a date with you. Do you want in on this? She might even, like, appreciate that. Yeah. And, like, you know. Let's get back at him. Yeah, and, but and they might get to know each other and learn about each other through that because she might think that's pretty cool. Like, hey, you know, that's that's funny how like you told me right away. Yes, let's go here. I have this money here. Let's go. Let's go get a drink, or like, we can't get a drink there in high school. Go to dinner, <laughs> whatever. I would say go see a movie, but she would probably like shit on every movie she ever saw. Yeah, like if she saw this movie, like yeah. she would be like she she would rip it to shreds. I mean, they could have fleeced Andrew Keegan. Yeah. They could have taken this guy to the cleaners. To the cleaners. <laughs> taking him to the cleaners. That's that's one of my favorite expressions ever, by the way, for ripping somebody off. Yeah. They're taking us to the cleaners. Yeah. That's a great expression. Yeah. They could have taken him to the cleaners. They could have. They, they could have def- cleaned him. They definitely could have, yeah. And he kind of did. I mean, he probably spent over maybe a around a thousand bucks. bucks. Yeah. Yeah, how much money do you think he really spent? I don't know how much that guitar was that he ended up buying, but... I feel like he'd yeah. have been better off going to the girl's dad yeah. and giving him a thousand bucks and said, can I date your daughter? Yeah. So when he, when, he, when, he sang, when he serenaded her on, through the PA system, he gave the PA guy $300. <laughs> so that's $300 alone right there. So uh, speaking of the, the PA scene, so there's a scene where Heath Ledger screws up. Or maybe he doesn't screw up. Maybe Kat's just just Kat's really, really horrible. pissed at him. She's really horrible. She's mad at him. So Kat's playing soccer. You know, she's uh she's practicing soccer. So Heath Ledger pays off the PA guy and the band, this marching band, and whoever else, and does the "I love you, baby." I don't yeah. know. Well, I love you, baby. I don't Sing know the it, title man. of the Sing song. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you yeah, get, yeah, you get it. So is that like is that does that fit his character? No, is that something he would it's do? Not not at all. But it would have won me over. Yeah. Let me tell you, if I was playing soccer with yeah. my girls down on the down on the field. Listen, she doesn't she's in a punk rock. That's true. She's not gonna fall for that lovey dovey seventies. But it was it was song. sweet, man. It was sweet. Yeah, it, yeah, it was did, did it thaw her her uh, frozen heart? I it, maybe that's the thawing. It put the space heater on, put yeah. it that way. Yeah. It might not have been, you know, the central air. 
but the it, first layer was chipped. It was the you got the ice pick out. It's like an Encino Man where they where they dug up they dug up Brendan Fraser <laughs> and they were using blow dryers. It's Why like, haven't we done that movie? Yeah, by the it's way, it's like the, the, the couple drips started. Yeah, it was like that. All right. No, I I, I think she, you know, but that's the proof again. She's not a nonconformist. She does yeah. like these nice gestures. He was trying to win her over, and he did a nice sweet thing for. Her. That's the proof that she's not really terrible. Right, and she's putting on a front to yeah. try to be terrible. Right, she she's got, trying to be terrible. Yeah, uh, he he uh, he blew past one of her walls there. Yeah, okay. the smile on her face. Yeah, was bigger than I've ever seen yeah. in in that movie. And and she did it. She almost did like a you son of a bitch smile. Yeah, she did. Son she pulled the Timmy Olyphant yeah. from uh, yeah. you know Girl Next Door. Like yeah. you son, of, son a of a bitch. You she got one me. of those smiles. No, she did. And what about that high school man? <laughs> so like that was like a college stadium. Yeah, it was it was a college campus basically. Housing high schoolers. You know, the band plays on the roof at the end of the movie. <laughs> so 1999. Right. Nobody's listening to it. We can't hear anything from up there. What kind of stuff does Verona do on the weekend? Well, we know Verona goes to biker bars. Yeah. Plays pool. Plays pool. Is yeah. he hustling people there? Oh, he definitely knows the pool game. Uh, I would like to think. But here's the thing. He would get his ass kicked by those biker dudes. It's like, yeah. he's a tough guy in high school. He might be 19 years old. It's a whole nother level. He to a fight with a real man. You know. <laughs> Like they got like the Sons of Anarchy yeah. hanging out there. I like to think that maybe he hangs out. I don't know. Maybe goes, Darby's crew is yeah. there. Well, Darby's crew. <laughs> he goes fishing. Maybe he has a part time job at like a mechanic shop or something yeah. like that. I can see him fixing up cars. He has a pretty sweet truck. Yeah. He, I don't. I don't see him uh, petty vandalism. Yeah. I don't see him petty theft, larceny. I don't, I don't see him thieving. He's I don't see him thieve? beating people up because he's not that. He's not that bad of a guy. He just puts yeah. on. He just puts on that yeah. front. He's kind of like her. He's yeah. putting the front on. Yeah. Right. So two of the lesser characters, we'll kind of bang through these real quick. Um, yeah, we'll Bianca. Bang. Yeah, we'll bang. We'll bang. <laughs> Calling up Polygon, man. You better watch out. <laughs> I'm going to call that's, them up. That's my goal. That's my goal. How get, dare you make a joke? My goal is to get called a sexist by the, shame, the internet shamers. Yeah. So. But how dare you make a joke? Yeah. Uh, but Bianca, Alex yeah. Mack, um, looks like the kind of girl that would collect gel pens yeah, in, she, in yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah she's, know? A, she's a jelly. She'd have a sweet trapper keeper. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, she's kind of shallow. She wants to date date Joey, um, yeah. aka Ronnie Lips Waterman. Ronnie Lips Waterman for those who know the deep the deep Boy Meets World fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she wants to date him. You know, she tricks Cameron, the new guy, who is also the other. We could do both of these Joseph, at the same time. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt, also who, known as James Cameron. James Cameron. Cameron James. Cameron James. His name's Cameron James. We might call him James Cameron. James Cameron. It's not on purpose. It's just we get a flip. Yeah, she's kind of shallow. You know, James Cameron's first or yes, <laughs> Cameron <go>. James. <laughs> Cameron's first day. JGL's first day at, at yeah. the at the at the new place. Yeah. He meets you know this other guy. We'll talk about it in a minute. He gets walked through. He sees her right away. The the sky parts. Yeah. The sun goes on her he st- face. He starts like quoting poetry. He's in love like he's, with her. Yes. He's in love with Alex Mack. She's not a puddle at this point. No, no. He's you know? a puddle. He's a puddle. He's he turns puddle. into the puddle. Yeah. You know, but he melts for her. He wants to date her. He knows nothing about her. Yeah. He just loves her. Sure. Totally shallow. Yep. But, you know, who hasn't been there before? Which is, is funny because like we were talking about this as soon as, soon as the movie ended. We watched the movie together. And um, the movie... The, the plot is driven through these two characters yeah. and the, the younger sisters need to date. But really, we don't know much about either of these characters. It doesn't matter. Because the movie is basically about Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger. Yes. So it's kind of funny how the movie, it paints these two characters as important, but we barely know anything about them. Right. Do you think that she was a nice person putting on her own front? Or do you think that I, she I just was think like, she was young and stupid. I don't think she was trying to be anything. Yeah, I mean, she was trying to use Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but I feel like she was just using her 
I'm hot and I know it kind of thing. She was kind of naive and, and Kat yeah. kind of pulls that on her because yeah. when she finally tells her like, yo, I dated Joey, I yeah. hooked up with him and he's terrible. Yeah. And she, she steps out of that snobby phase pretty quickly as the movie goes on. Uh, but no, I don't think she was a bad person or anything like that. I just feel like she was, she was young and she was using her popularity kind of thing to, to be something that maybe she wasn't. What do you think about James Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> not the no I'll, Cameron James. I'll tell you what Cameron th- there's not much to think about him because yeah. we don't know anything about him it's yeah. like he's this pipsqueak kid that wants to date this beautiful girl just because he sees her she she doesn't seem like his type but he's just trying to go for it and I, other than that like what else do we know about him yeah is he smart I don't know he he uses big words and describing her beauty in one scene and then he tries to fake learn how to use learn French the other on another scene and that she's actually smarter than him in that in that sense the movie goes as far to even say that the movie doesn't care about him and you yeah. know why because when he goes into the guidance counselor's office uh-huh. it was kind of like waiting where yeah. they wouldn't let the one kid talk like she he says to the guidance counselor or whatever oh yeah you know I've been to nine schools in ten years my dad and she goes up oh, oh, doesn't matter I don't care yeah. And she cuts him off. Yeah. And it's one of those situations yeah. where it's like the movie is self-aware. Like, yeah, it does, he doesn't matter. You're expecting the backstory and you get nothing. Gotta tell you, I feel like they wasted him. Yeah. So real quick, let me ask you this. So he went to nine schools in 10 years. Give me some of the cities he lived in. Ready? Go. Oh, man. To, uh, he, he lived in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. I'm going to say he lived in Youngstown, Ohio. Youngstown. Right. He lived in Honolulu, Hawaii. All right. Because, you know, so maybe he's a military dad. Is, or he, military is that family. we're going for military? You know, maybe he lived okay. in uh, Germany. Because like anywhere the Air Force bases are, something. Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Tallahassee. No, I'm sorry, Tampa Bay. Tampa Florida, Bay. Tampa. Oh, that he lived in Tampa. Terrible. Um, uh, you know, maybe maybe he lived in you know somewhere in North Dakota, somewhere. But maybe that's not a military thing, but yeah. just somewhere in North Dakota. Like I'm trying to think of very remote. Maybe he lived in like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Punxsutawney. 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 Pittsburgh, PA. Yeah. No, but I feel like he's been he's okay. been all over the place. Right. He's got some. He's got hoes in different area codes. Okay. <laughs> got it. All right. They're coming for you, man. You better watch. You I'm better trying. Watch I'm out. trying. They're coming I'm for you. I'm actively trying. I'm You're trolling such at this point. I'm trolling man. at this point. All right, moving on. So Joey Lips, or Ronnie Lips Waterman. Joey Lips. <laughs> Joey Lips Keegan. <laughs> Joey Danger. So let's get this out of the yeah. way. Joey Donner is yeah. the name of the character. Andrew Keegan is the name of the real life actor. Yes. Ronnie Lips Waterman <laughs> is the is the obscure one episode off Boy Meets World character. I, I that wonder only yeah. the freaks of, of Boy Meets World fans know about. We speak about Ronnie Lips Waterman almost monthly. Like yeah. for no reason whatsoever. And it just so happened he was in this movie. So we, we were very excited about that. How many people turn this off by so, now? Yeah, I don't care. Please, please tweet us if you know if who you, Ronnie Lips Waterman if is. If you're still listening, turn, just tweet yeah. us. Tweet us, email us, let us know that you know who Ronnie yeah. Lips is. If As not, as we forget about it. <laughs> Somebody sent us the screenshot. The screenshot. Yeah. Text. You know? te- oh, yeah. Send us the screenshot on yeah. Twitter if you know who we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And if that, just so we know that someone else knows what we're talking about. But that's out of the way. If we call, is if you hear lips, then you know we're talking about this guy. Yeah. All right. Okay. So he's a Sears catalog model. Yes. And I love that. I love that backstory about him. Yeah. Is that he's a, he's a he's a male model. What other things is this guy modeling for? <laughs> like, is he the guy? Like, did he start out like Eric Matthews did, like wearing the lobster suit at the at the mall, throwing yeah. the sign? Oh yeah. So then he like he probably went on to like he was doing a sock ad in the movie yeah. for Sears. I could see him doing a watch ad where it's like you know where like he has the watch up by his chin, like Eli Manning. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like you show the watch, but the face is showing. Unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> also, 
he's got a hot bod, you know, he could yeah. go, he could be Abercrombie shirt off. Yeah. You could do that, obviously. No, no doubt about what it. What if he did like uh preparation H or so, or like a, <laughs> or some type of like, like, um, like a Viagra, not Viagra, but you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. embarrassing type thing. Like, cause everybody's got to start like Brian right. Cranston with a preparation H. Yeah. Like he definitely, I could see him definitely in like a, uh, not Pepsi cause Pepsi's too big. Try to think of like RC Cola, um, RC Cola, Sam's ad, Club, Doctor Bob, where he drinks his like he has that like sparkly smile on his face, like the Mentos commercial, no, yeah, or or like a a toothpaste commercial, yes, it's a toothpaste commercial, <laughs> or his yeah. pearly whites, he's brushed them. I get it. No, that's, that's I, what it is. I agree. I mean, you know, one day aspiring to do Playgirl, it seems yeah. that's all he cares about. If Playgirl about. was still a magazine, he would totally do Playgirl. I like, I, I like the one note here, and I guess it's fitting, but quote. <laughs> <laughs> He only wants to bang Bianca. That's his. That's his goal in life. He doesn't want to date her for this hour and a half of this movie. No dating. No. He doesn't care. So and then she finds that out immediately. She she learns quickly that he's really only thinks about him, his modeling career, and his penis. And that's you know all who he you know who about. Walter's scared of? Huh? Walter's scared of Joey. Yes. Because Joey is the type of guy that would potentially trick her and maybe right. make her that's get the, it pregnant that's and then the leave face her. of teen pregnancy is 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 um is ronnie lips waterman here because he's a scumbag jo- joey donner yeah i don't know why i want to call him joey danger joey danger because <laughs> your just, lips are in danger <laughs> it's, it's just uh, whatever and just yeah. a fun fact here i'm pretty sure that he is the real actor andrew keegan yeah ronnie lips waterman is now like some type of cult leader in la or something like you know I, I saw an article on vice you know what's funny i didn't know that he has that face though yeah he has the you just face. Want to follow him. You want to follow him. It's like it's a very kind face. He has like his own religion or something, and it's yeah. all about like living. I mean, I don't know if it's actually a cult. I guess you could define a cult different ways, yeah. but I did see something that he has a religious following. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Whatever. He he's a scumbag, and yeah. he gets you know kicked in the nuts a couple times. Whatever happens. Um, the other guy, Michael. He's the guy from Harold and Kumar. The, the guy that the befriends of um, yes. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He yes. said, oh, yeah, I, I was told to show you around. Yeah, this um, is another guy who's in everything. He's like, he's in Harold and Kumar. He's the elf from the Santa Claus. Yes. He's like, he's in like a million bit, tiny it's bit probably in like Criminal Minds or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Some TV show. An episode of C- CIT, um, CTI, CGI, CSI, CG, CGI. CSI, CGI. Yeah. There's a, you know, there's nothing really important to say about this guy other yeah. than he's another piece of the story, but... You know, I guess the one thing is like, how important is the first person that you meet when you go to a new school? Yeah. Like they open your world, like right. whether you, you know, think certain things about some people, because he was going around saying, oh, this kid's a jerk. That guy's he, this. He's trying to help him out, but he's also inflicting his own opinion on him. Let, let me put you on the spot here. Um, I never really went to a new school. Uh, well, I did, but it was like fifth grade and that's kind yeah. of different. You... You went to private school through through eighth grade, yes, and then went to our public high public school, high school. In ninth grade. Yeah, do you know the first person you met? Uh, man, I, you know, I met like a bunch of people because I went to like a big. It was like a like a band thing the first day. Yeah, I, you had a yeah, band. yeah. So I don't know, like, was there a was there a grand like that somebody take you by the hand and show you the ropes? Not really. Or, or does that ever happen? Because everybody knew each other. I don't. I feel like that doesn't happen. No, it ever. doesn't happen. Like you don't go to the principal's office, come out and say, "Here, this guy is Jason. He'll show you around." And like that never happens. It is kind of funny though, because like I was saying this to you when we were watching the movie. Like one of the things that I, I find funny is like the new kid. Like he's like, oh, he's in with the quote. Like it's so stereotypical. He's in with the geek crowd. Yeah. Because the popular kids in these movies. They already have their friends. They don't need a new friend. Yeah. Like it, they're not going to befriend you. You have to befriend yeah, you have them. To press them. And, and that's like a movie trope. You know, yeah. we talk about movie and, tropes a lot. And, and the seed of, let me show you around campus. Here's the geeks. Here's the nerds. Here's the dorks. Here's the 
here's the jocks. Here's the coffee kids. That's in every freaking high school movie. And specifically this movie, it's like they lifted it straight from Clueless. Like, yes. It was the exact same thing. They were outside. Only the, the only difference is Cher in Clueless was, was a popular girl. She's kind of befriending the new girl, trying to make her popular. Yeah. Whereas, unfortunately, Joseph Gordon-Levitt meets kind of a loader, dorky kind of guy who doesn't really know anybody. He just knows everything about everybody, or so he thinks. I um, I think kind of hitting on that, you know, there's like some interesting clicks that I think came up here, like Coffee Kids, White Rastas, yeah. Cowboys, Future NBAs. They went a little more comical than other yeah. movies, but it is in the Clueless vein, right. and, and like Clueless. But I just it was different than... She's all that, you know, where they kind of did that too. Yeah, the she's all that was more generic, and I think she's all that wasn't as self-aware as as this movie is. Yeah. So, so let's try something different. You know, we we kind of we kind of talked about the characters. Yes. But when we were prepping for this episode, um, if you saw us on Periscope, you would know. Yes. But, all, uh, all two of you. All yes. three. All three, all three <laughs> of us. But when we were prepping for this episode, um, you know, we we thought, how can we best describe the relationships? Because this movie is a relationship movie. So we decided to write haikus. So we have a haiku for James, James Cameron, Cameron James and Bianca. <laughs> we have a haiku of Kat and Patrick Verona. Verona. We have a haiku for Ronnie Lips and Bianca, yes. Joey Danger, Joey. <laughs> we have, you know, we have a, a haiku for Michael and the Shakespeare girl. And then we have a father daughter haiku. Yeah. So we kind of went and did these. Let's, let's take turns reading them off. Um, if you, if you're not familiar with a haiku, it's a five, seven, five. Five, seven, yes, five, five syllables. syllables. Yes. So we try to get a little creative and sure. we try to sum up their relationship. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll touch on each briefly. Yeah. And then we also rated their chance of relationship success for the future. Yeah. Um, so should I start or should you start? Uh, you know what? Why don't, why don't you start? Go okay. ahead. You, you read the first one. So this is, this is Cameron James, just Ward Levitt, Ed Bianca, Alex Mack. Um, new kid sees Alex Mack. Once hottie, but can't have her. Till bitch sister dates dudes. <laughs> is that it's someone up? Is that, that pretty is. easy? It's is, creative. Is that, can we snap that on the back of the, the DVD? Yeah. I th- we, they should do this with more things, yeah. you know? Um, what do you think their chance of relationship success is? Cameron, it's, James, and Bianca. It's we, we have a pointed at 51% chance of success because yeah. they're sophomores right now and they're going into summer break. Prom just ended and they just finished prom together. So they're together. They're going to be together the whole summer. But once junior year starts, and once word gets out that Bianca She's on the market. is allowed to date any guy she damn well pleases, there's going to be a lot of beef coming at her, man. There's yeah. going to be a lot of beefcakes, a lot of cheesecakes. <laughs> a lot of scumbags. A lot of scumbags. A lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of joeys. A lot of pervs. A lot of joeys coming at her. And I don't know if she's going to be able to fend them off. Because Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he might not have that much more to offer. You know, who yeah. knows? And she's going to be weak. She might go back into her shallow phase. Right. She's, she's going to be weak to, oh man, this guy's really nice, but man, that guy's, that guy's got a, got a Corvette. I don't know, man. <laughs> He's got a Z28. Yeah, right. Oh man. All so, right. So do you think it was realistic how they ended up together? Yeah, I do. Because yeah. I think, you know, at heart, she was kind of geeky in her right. She just, she was pretty, but just because yeah. you're pretty doesn't mean you're like, right popular or you want to run with that crowd like yeah she had it she did she actually was a nice person you know, you know what they didn't focus on much but maybe it was a turning point in a character was when uh she was leaving the party yeah and her friend gabrielle union who was barely in it but she was she was bianca's friend for a little bit in the movie yeah she like basically once once she knew that she didn't want to date the joey guy 
she jumped right on her. Yeah. And, and like she stole her right away. Bad friend. So maybe she realized, all right, maybe I am hanging out with shallow people, shallow friends. Maybe I'm a little shallow. Maybe it's a little soul searching. So maybe that's what turned her character around. Yeah. And I, and I think that, um, you know, I think ultimately like how quickly she realized that Joey, Joey danger was so bad. He was so dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think she was so quick to kind of like to actually turn it, turn, you know, he'll turn or whatever to be like, you uh-huh. know what? This guy sucks. Yeah. So, you know, had she been really shallow, she would have just dated him anyway. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next. So Ooh. let's do Kat and Patrick Verona. Verona. This is uh, um, Julie Stiles Heath Ledger. Okay. So Joker paid to date Shrew. <laughs> so male model can hit that. Ice Queen ain't about it. Ain't about it. <laughs> What's their chance of relationship success? Oh, man. It's, 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 we got it at a 32.6% so, success rate. She wants to go to Sarah Lawrence University, yeah. which is on the East Coast, and they are in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, they're in Seattle. They're in Seattle, hence the coffee click. Yes. Um, I don't know how much this would work out. I mean, I think they're good for each other. I think they're sure. a great match. I just don't know, because she, she has her dream set on going to that school. Yeah. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, though. He doesn't seem like the college type, you know, and he doesn't seem like the type that cares about his hometown, because it's not really something he might move he, around. He moved around, too. So I think he would be very easy to just after high school graduate to pick up and follow her. I think that would very easily happen maybe, in this scenario. Maybe we should maybe we should up it then. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not thirty two point six. But at the same token, I feel like maybe she might fall back into her own ways. Yeah. Like, did she really do a one eighty, or was she? Maybe it might just be. She might see him as a summer fling. That's she true might too. not see him as potential as husband material. I mean, what was that Shakespeare play? The Taming of the Shrew. The Taming of the Shrew. Which is pretty bad. She might have bad. to tame his shrew. That's a bad and then, name. Yeah. So. But yeah, I think, you know, as we said in the in the uh, thing, Joker paid yeah. to date shrew. But on the other hand, if she's going to Sarah Lawrence, Sarah Lawrence, yeah. all-girls school, you know, she might need some male companionship and it might be, you know, might be hard for her to go out there and get a date, you know, because she's surrounded by women. Maybe she would like his company. But... I give it a year. You know what I think? I give it a year. What do you think? I think that she breaks up with him. She moves to Sarah Lawrence and he gets a couple of scars on his face. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, he moves to to a little town called Gotham City. You want to know how he got those scars? <laughs> no, that's so cheesy <laughs> and terrible. That was the stupidest thing. I should delete that. <laughs> but that's dumb. But moving on, let's talk about Ronnie Lips and All Bianca. Right. So Joey, Joey. Joey, the male model and Bianca, Alex Mack, the younger sister. This is your best work, by the way. Virgin younger sis. Hunted by hot male model, dumps his ass quickly. It's perfect because she does dump his yes, ass quickly. That's, that's that's the extent of their relationship. She realizes that this guy's yeah. a douche. Yeah, they're hanging out at the at the big party, and all he wants to talk about is his modeling. And then she basically blows him off. And then he comes back, and he's still trying to like get with her, and she sees right through him. Well, she sees that all right, this guy's only out for one thing is to get with me, and I'm better than that. Get out of my face. And their chance of relationship success is minus 100%. Yeah. yeah, it's over before it started. It lasted half of a date at a house party. So two last ones at here. At Bogey Lowenstein's. <laughs> two, great name, by the way. Yeah. Solid name. Um, the, la- the second to last one here is Michael and the Shakespeare Girl, which I don't even know her name. Yes. Um, so uh, we'll go through these pretty quick. So, so the kid that showed Joseph Warren Levitt around. Yes. So he, he gets a little romance. So how does that work out? Who is this weird girl? Side plot really not needed mike gets happy end there it is because <laughs> they fall in yeah, love the movie needed mike to have redemption at the yes. end because he was kind of get he was being put down the entire movie and you have to boost him back up at the end and there you go so he gets to date 
the friend of Cat, and it's a beautiful ending. Not totally necessary. Didn't yeah. have to be there, but what do you say? They're hundred. What do you think their chance? Hundred percent. Uh, it's about a it's about a hundred percent success rate because who's gonna take her freakish Shakespeare yeah. love? You know, he was she, really into it. She was role playing Shakespeare, and he's desperate. He'll take anything. So he's really into it. Yeah. So I think they're perfect for each other. They might end up going to the same school. Maybe they'll both do theater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we got one more here. Why don't you tell us about the father-daughter relationship? So we, one more, the last relationship in the movie is the father with the daughters. So the, the dad, Larry, Larry is afraid. Wife left him with teen daughters. Doesn't want grandchild. I think that pretty much accurately describes him pretty yeah, well. It's, it sums it up. So there you go. There, there's your uh, haiku, 10 things I hate about you. Since you know, the movie is very poetic, we decided to throw some poetry back at you guys. And if you have your own, if you want to send any, yeah. please, by all means. Send us a, uh, an email at thelastrowpodcast at yeah. gmail.com. Yeah, we'll read some of them on the air if, if, if you send them through. We'll even read the crappy ones. Tweet, <laughs> so. <laughs> Tweet us at the Last Row yeah. Pod. Um, so there's just two things that I want to talk to you about before we, before we sign off. Um, yes. I know we're close to time here, but Bogey Lowenstein's Bogey party. Lowenstein. Like, I know we're jumping around here. Yeah. I, we promised people we wouldn't, but here we are. We always jump. Uh, this party... So the premise is, you know, they, they need to throw a party in every high school movie. So they created this party of this guy, Bogey Lowenstein, who is a golf enthusiast, head of the future NBA club. Yes. Um, this guy's also been in some other things. I'm pretty sure that he's the guy that starts the slow clap in Not Another Team Movie. Oh, yeah? I'm pretty sure that he's the guy. <laughs> Maybe they pulled him on purpose. I'm pretty sure that yeah. it's him. Yeah. Um, but having said that, how would you rate this high school party, Bogey Lowenstein's, who, by the way, wasn't even intended to be a rager. Yes. They they set this up. They started taking flyers and they said free beer because they yeah. wanted to screw this guy Yeah, over. they photoshopped the flyers to, to turn his small party into a rager in order to try to facilitate the relationship yeah. between Kat and, um, and the Joker. Would you have uh, a good time at this party? I would definitely have a good time at this party. This party is a solid... Seven out of ten, maybe seven, six point five. What? What is? Why do you say that? Like compare it to? Let, let's compare it to some. Well, other yeah, we'll, we'll get parties. into it. But I'll, the, 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 describing this party, it's weird because it's a very nice house. It's huge, so you got a lot of potential there. The funny thing is, though, is that like they sent the flyers out. It's free beer, but people were still bringing kegs. They brought their own kegs, kegs along, and they were bringing like DJ equipment. They were bringing <laughs> this. Like it seemed like it was just like. Wouldn't you just show up to a party and expect if if they promise free beer? Would you just expect free beer? Especially as a high school kid, yeah. like it, to buy a keg of beer as right. a high school student. Yeah, like you better know somebody. Maybe you have an older brother or sister, but yeah, where do you get the money for that? Right, as a poor high school student. But as big as this house was, I'd like to think that the place was too overcrowded. It seemed like the entire school was there, and it's a huge ass school. He was trying to save so, you know things, and there was just no saving. So that's it. that's what bumps it down to peg for me is because it seemed too big. And also, I don't. Was there a pool? I don't think. Uh, were, no, I don't think there was a pool. a pool. So that, that you lose a point because you don't have a pool. You got to have a pool. <laughs> nobody was. Nobody yeah. was jumping in. So, so what do you do? You have some uh, parties to yeah. compare them to. Let's. Uh, the first one that comes to mind to me is the can't hardly wait party. The can't you hardly know, wait. Where party. the dude, Ooh. the kid from Hook, yes. sings with the band. Yes. with a uh, freaking Breckenmeyer. It's a uh, love love burger. Yeah, Love Burger. Yeah, the Love Burger is the name of their band. Breckin Meyer, the forty-five-year-old yeah. man yeah. playing the, the, an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, the, the the dude from uh, the boy, the black boyfriend from um, Clueless. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Donald he was the other Faison. Guy, right? Donald yeah, Faison. Donald Faison. Donald Faison from uh, also in Scrubs. Um, Scrubs. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
that's that's a sentimental party because it's it's high school graduation. That was a good party. So it has there's a reason for the party. So that's number one. Number two, live band. Even though they never really sing a song because <laughs> they always fight. Um, and it was a planned party. Planned party. Like it wasn't a Let's trick see. party. Mike Dexter's there. Yeah. So that's like a gift and a curse because you get your ass beat by Mike Dexter <laughs> if you say the wrong thing. He'll kick everyone's ass in this room. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the pot kid brownies. From, yeah, pot brownies. That's um, a hell of a party. Yeah. there. endless beer. Um, cousins hitting on cousins. Cousins hitting on cousins. <laughs> That's a hell of Jennifer a party. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, Nick, she was pretty good. Barry Manilow. Right, Barry. You know, uh, Nick Papa Giorgio. Nick there. Papa Giorgio is <laughs> in that movie. There's so many good things with this party, and it's just it's a good time. It's just a good time with. Um, it's the end of an area. A lot of these kids might not ever see each other ever again. So yeah. I'm going. 8.5 to 9 might be the winner. What about what about the party from Weird Science? Weird Science? That's like a 2. I'm, I'm way down on that <laughs> but party. But Lisa threw that party, man. I know. It's, but she's not a real person. She's a bot. We, we talked about bots before. She's real to me, damn it's it. It's too wild. It's too wild. I'm not into that kind of scene. <laughs> you don't like it? There's motorcycles. There's weapons. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they do. They have like a like a mutant biker gang yeah, that comes no, there. No, it's too crazy. I don't. I need to get too crazy. You don't want to die. There, there's grandparents in the closets. No, I don't like that. <laughs> there's too much going on. I'm not that wild. What about American Pie? Uh, let's go with American Pie Two. American Pie Two is the best of all American Pie bashes. It is because they planned it out. Our buddy Kevin planned it out. You know, you gotta you gotta have the end of the end of the summer rager to the next step. Yeah, to the next step. I think his older brother told him how to party. Yeah, and it worked out well. They pulled out like. Yeah. The secret yearbook. Yeah. They didn't have to hide the party with Stifler's mom, or it, it was it was it wasn't a high school party. It was freshman freshman of college party. Yeah, which you think you're better, but you're not at all. Right, you're still trying to hang on to old times. They're like, oh, we're gonna just yeah. be so cool. Yeah, you're trying to hang on to old times, but you they are alone, so they were alone and they were able to do things on their own. Um, uh, I'd like to say I still go with K. Hardly wait over yeah. that. It's but, a better party, but American Pie Two is a close second party. American Pie Two is getting my number one vote. Yeah. What about have, you have a soft spot for that entire? Yeah, uh, I, I just love franchise. that movie. You know, I'm like the weirdest guy. Like randomly, I'll just be like, you know, what? I want to watch American Pie too. Yeah, like of all the yeah. sequels that I could watch, and, and you it's know just what? a classic movie to me. And uh, as we were watching this movie, the the Michael character, the dork, yeah. you were saying the whole time, this needs to be Jason Biggs. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> you just you just try to throw American Pie into everything. I know it's not a good movie, but I just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of those movies that you just watch, like it's a, when it's, it's on. It's a small role. Can't we do better than yeah. this? You That's what Jason I mean. Biggs in there. Jason Biggs would have been awesome as that. Um a couple more here. Just what about Dazed and Confused? Dazed and Confused. See, see, we're going back in time. You see, this is when you could just go in the field and smoke pot. And nobody would care about it. <laughs> so that's the thing. I mean, they were hanging out at the bars for a while, yeah. you know, and nobody cared that they were underage or maybe they were of age. Or if you're 18, are you allowed to have beer in 1976? Uh, probably. You know, uh, maybe what state, I think I don't know, whatever state it was. Yeah. Then they have this big bash and like a field at the end of the party. And I want to be at that party. I actually changed my vote. That's the best. That's party. your party. Because they're smoking, they're drinking, they got kegs, <laughs> carefree, music flow, and outdoor party is the way to go. That's your best party Yeah, it's ever. outdoor party. It's the way to go. I yeah. think that's good, man. Yeah. Well, one last point um, before we before we sign off that it, it's, it might seem kind of out of left field here, but it's random. Yeah. But this high school guidance counselor Ooh, she was, in this movie. Yeah, she was sexed up. Man, she was writing like a smut novel. Yes. Like while she, she a guidance counselor or principal? I don't even know. She's, she's a guidance counselor. Yeah. Maybe she's both. But she was writing her own version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. I mean, words the words quivering member, quivering member were used. Which, don't even get me started on the word member. Yes. Like, it's the most ridiculous word. It's I'm sorry. dirtier than dick. Yeah, it is. Right? It is. It really is. Yeah. Did this book come out? Did she release this book? 
I feel like she definitely released it. And in my mind, she has a series of books. And it's called The Teacher's Lounge. <laughs> the, te- the Teacher's Lounge, colon, and then insert You got to have a colon, here, man. You got to have a colon. And then insert title here. You got to have a colon. Like, give me, what names do you think she would have well, made? Jotted a few down. Let's see. We got, uh, we'll go with uh, The Substitute. The <laughs> Teacher's Lounge, yeah. colon, The Substitute. Yeah, and it's always about her. It's her, from her character's point of view, sexing up a different teacher. Like right? like a new teacher comes into the district? Yes. And so this, this is, what's one in particular is The Substitute. Now, sometimes it's a male, sometimes it's a female. Ah, you, know? so you got she, both. Yeah, she'll... she'll, maybe, she'll it's, maybe it's a male and a female. Yeah, maybe she'll go bisexual. She, she doesn't discriminate. Sexual education. <laughs> you know, you got the health teacher. <laughs> the teacher's pet oh, which that's is a good one. like uh what what do you call that like the not the teacher's aid but yeah you know, like the understudy yeah, like the teacher's aid like the, uh, the teacher's intern aid. slash yeah, whatever kids in college you yeah. know teacher's pet um my personal favorite the math one oh length times width width <laughs> equals satisfaction <laughs> yeah i like the other one that you said straight laid straight, straight laid student you know or the a yep that's right. That was a little less. It's a little taboo, because that one is where the kid is 19 years old. He failed <laughs> multiple times. He failed multiple times, but he got it, and she like helped him along the what way. What if she failed him on purpose so yes. that he would stick around? Yes, until he's old enough. <laughs> it's like she fails him on purpose. Oh man! So that he sticks around. Yeah, because she just. <laughs> She had to make them legal. <laughs> the wheels are falling off the bus on she this one. She could get here. fired for that affair, but she won't get arrested for it. Right? <laughs> so it's not the, as big of a risk. It's, yeah. it's so bad. Yeah. It's taboo. Oh, man. Do you think our teachers did this? Did our teachers write this stuff? Well, did we tell... We may or may not have told the story about one of our teachers oh, from our high school. We were, actually, we're actually caught on the show G-Straight Divas on HBO. <laughs> oh, they, were, they were patrons on the show, like in the background. A couple of our teachers oh, from man. our high school, yeah. which is insane. Everybody knew it, was it too. insane. Which was... Yeah. It was it was ridiculous. So everyone went nuts. If you're familiar with the show G Strict Divas, which is like a documentary on a strip club in I think Atlantic City. Yeah. It's in it was Atlantic AC. City. Yeah. And we're from the Pennsylvania area, yeah. so it's close by. So we saw three of our horn dog teachers as patrons <laughs> <laughs> as we were in high school. It's insane. Like that, that's like a dream come true. The fun yeah. the funniest part about that is that it could be anybody. It's not like they were on the cat house yeah. or something like like crazy or whatever. Yeah. It's not that bad. I mean, they probably had a bachelor party. Yeah, or it's like there's multiple reasons why. But I don't know what, what kind of what kind of forty fifty year old men are at a bachelor party. Yeah, that, <laughs> come on, man. They're there. Uh, they're there every every Thursday. They're right? there to indulge. They take a road trip. Oh man. Oh, but anyway, that's we've we may have exhausted. <laughs> we've, our, uh, I think we've yeah. exhausted our energy and topics. Yeah. So, so next week, in honor of uh, football season starting up, we're going to be doing the movie The Replacements. We got Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman. <laughs> the hack himself and the like um so <laughs> so we'll be doing replacements and also um in the future uh, as with our uh, haters episode that we did previously internet haters um we're going to be doing themed episodes or we're going to be looking into doing it anyway so if you have any ideas for any themes for movies or genres or a, a genre cluster feel free to give us your suggestions email twitter Facebook us, whatever, if you have any suggestions for that, and uh, we can take those into consideration. Yeah, we're thinking about doing Google Hangouts maybe at some point, talking about some things. So if you guys want to come hang out with us, we'll do a, a chat, maybe do Q&A, whatever we want to do. So we're, we're open to anything. So just um, 
send us an email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website, thelastrowpodcast.com. Hit us up on Twitter at thelastrowpod. We're also on Facebook. Um, any any other way you want to get in touch with us, and um, we'll be there. Send us a letter. Yeah, send send us a paper, a snail mail letter, yeah. and we'll write you back. Um, but but on that note, we'll see you guys uh, in, in a couple weeks here. Bye.